Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Dury Chatayat, the Chief Technology Officer of Safeguard Global. They say the world's becoming smaller, which means more companies want to do business on distant shores. Dury and his team help provide the data, technology, services, and local expertise to help. We're going to talk about the global war for talent, employers' use of technology, HR's role in implementation, and more on this edition of People Tech. Hi, Dory. Welcome. So, first, could you briefly tell me about Safeguard Global and what you all do? Sure. Um, so Safeguard Global is a, uh, global, uh, global workforce enablement platform. We help organizations reach the best talent anywhere in the world. How do you do that in a way that's different or, or what's your, your secret sauce as it were? Sure. Well, well, at, at our foundation, our core is a need to solve, um, new problems. So one thing we've seen is in our industry, people are very good at solving one thing well, um, but a client, a, a employer today needs to be able to analyze, recruit, hire, manage, and pay. It's a whole end-to-end life cycle. And our industry makes it really hard for those people to do it. Why? Because there's friction in between each and every one of those processes there is also complexity in understanding any one of those different verticals. And so while there are many tools out there that in and of themselves are good, um, what Safeguard is all about is creating a 360 degree solution to enable people to tie together those different um, uh, needs and be able to offer um, an, an, an integration layer that pulls those things together and be able, and is able to provide the additional services they need in order to access global workforce. And this isn't a one size fit all. One of the things that's also really important about the way we think is that clients or, or employers today want to be able to attract the workforce that's best for them. And so in some cases that is contractors, in other cases, it's full-time employees. Sometimes it's people in one country, and then the next day it's in another country. And so we offer flexibility and customization and um, configuration that makes that possible and simple. You've got an interesting perch you know, when you, you can look out at the whole industry. And how do you see corporations implementing their HR technology today? And are they being as effective as they could be? Well, employers have legacy, right? There's this, our industry has gone through many different changes. It's gone from, you know, just write down, you know, the names of the, of the people you need to pay each, each, uh, each month and then just pay them to, okay, I need a system for that. So let me collect their information. Then it's, okay, well, I need to engage these people. So it's, so it's, a, it's a large system. So I need, I need to have uh, different ways in which I can connect with my workers. And now we're reaching the point where um, because of the, 
global war for talent, people are searching for any advantage they can have uh, uh, to be able to access that talent, to be able to um, provide them value add so that this isn't just a transaction where I'm not, it's not just, um, you know, I can pay you, but that you're, you're working with me, your employment with me um, is such that you're, you'd rather work here than anywhere else. And so I think that what, what employers are struggling with, however, is that in order to create that system, that employment system that is truly differentiating that makes people not only want to come and join your company, but grow with your company and stay on board is um, it's complex. It's very difficult. It requires expertise in many, many different areas. And like I said before, there's friction that makes that a struggle for anyone in an HR or, or finance function. So this, I, I, you know, this is the, this is the crucible of our, of our, um, industry over the next 10 years is, is how do we make that problem simpler um, so that employers and workers can get together easier and better? So when you think about making the process simpler, what kinds of capabilities are you thinking of? So what makes, what makes the, this, the, the different process that they have to do simpler or what is the, what is the capabilities that we offer to do that? Either one, really. I guess what I'm just trying to get at is um, employers are faced with this challenge right now in terms of getting people on board, managing them. They're increasingly looking to technology to help, but are they going about identifying and implementing the technology solutions in the right way? Mm. So employers want to be able to analyze, recruit, hire, manage, and pay. Each one of those different parts of the process um, companies will have different challenges with them depending on their stage of development, their, you know, their growth trajectory, what kind of um, markets they're trying to enter, what kind of talent they're trying to enter. So every organization will have a slightly different place where the pain is greatest. I would say that a significant number of, I'd say one of the biggest, one of the biggest areas where people have, um, challenges is access to data. So uh, a, a, a PwC uh, survey said that something like 39% of HR leaders struggle to be able to access data or insights about their, their business. And, 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 for, and, and that means that you, know, you don't know what to pay people in a particular region. You don't know where to go to, to find that talent. And, and that's just the top of the funnel. So if you want to be able to access global talent and you don't know those basic things, that's a big challenge. In addition, um, in a world where we have today increasing inflation and also um, competitive forces, so, so there's a lot of competition for the top talent, um, you need to know when your staff um, is now under market. And you need to be able to get ahead of that. And you need to be able to put a business case around that. And I think the lag time, the, the friction to being able to provide that kind of insight and data prevents a lot of organizations from being able to retain the, their, their, their best talent. So those are two, two key areas that I would, I would suggest there's a, there's a problem. In order to solve that problem, um, look, our industry provides many different platforms to, that 
that can solve that. You can, you can go in and get that data from many different places. I think providing that data as part of a seamless experience, um, making it easy, not just for the HR folks, but also for direct hiring managers to access that information as a part of their daily process, that's where things get really tricky. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. You know, there, there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of products out there. And at the same time, there's um, an awful lot of people saying they're looking for the, the quote unquote, you know, right product. How, um, <clears throat> how do you think that business leaders should go about in, um, evaluating solutions? I think business leaders uh, need to look at it as part of an end-to-end journey. So you can't evaluate any one technology by itself. You have to think about who the users are for that technology. What are the other processes, day-to-day experiences that they're going to have to do that interact with that new um, that new technology. So you have to you have to think of it as more of a flow, and you have to identify any places that there's going to be pain points because people will naturally do things that are easy. People will do will avoid things that are very very hard. So you have to make sure that whatever technology you want people to adopt is easy. Um, no, all this all of this is happening at a time when. Uh, technology is is moving pretty quickly, which it seems to me would complicate um, something like choosing the right solution. Um, do you think that's true? Um, and do you do you expect that's going to change or remain as is? Absolutely. So in the in the software engineering space, we've made a hard turn towards what we call evolutionary architecture. And evolutionary architecture has two basic premises. One, it's not about making the right choice, but it's about making a choice that you can live with that will not close any big doors. So you wanna be able to select technology that gives you options, not technology that locks you into a choice that you are now committed to forever. So that's that's a that's a that's a basic premise. This second the second premise is that um, you make proof of concepts a big part of your workflow. So you want to make sure that you are um, you're rolling out new technology through experimentation by having real users interact with that system and then gathering the feedback um, as you as you roll it out observing the actual behavior of users and seeing how then you can tag on improvements all along the way. 
So it's, it's part of that agile approach. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I believe that that's the only way that um, technology can practically work these days, because there's just, as you say, very many new things coming out every day. And the last thing you want to do is lock your organization into something that is outdated or um, not applicable for the new um, talent landscape you might find yourself in a year, two years, three years from now. What about something like implementation? Is, is that something that folks in HR should be concerned about or, or should they just leave it to IT? Well, absolutely. Um, so implementation is, is, is all about customizing the, the technology for your use case. So I believe strongly that every organization, if they're going to be successful in the talent landscape they have today, they have to have a strategy. And the strategy has to have a competitive advantage. It means that the way you work is different than the way everybody else works. So in that basic premise means that HR needs to be designing their designers of the workforce. They need to be thinking from a design perspective. They need to be customizing, curating the experiences that their workers and their, um, and their hiring managers have as a part of that technology. Last question. Um, there's a lot going on out there. I think you know, we've, we've established that, but what, what would you say are the two or three most important trends that uh, people should be paying attention to right now? Ooh. Um, well, for, as a technologist, um, I believe that uh, data, and this is maybe something that people would have said decades ago, but um, it's more true now than ever before. Data is the lifeblood of any technology system. So, um, there are trends in technology that makes data, data more liberated, more available between systems. One of the things that I'm often very mm, skeptical of is an organization that says we are RPA, 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 which basically just tells me that you have computers doing what humans should be doing. Um, instead, you should be looking for technology that um, communicates in such a way where data is available to other systems in a synchronous way so that you can have multiple records of the same correct information in different places. That's essential if you're going to create a seamless um, experience. Like I talked, like I said before, friction is one of our biggest problems. And the biggest place where there's friction is where two systems don't agree on the data. So that's number one. Another big trend I would say is, um, is that organizations need to employ multiple work models. So as I said before, you've got your direct pay, you've got your contract, you've got other sorts of, um, a variety of other sorts of um, working models um, that depend um, a lot on the local legislation of each country. This is very complicated to do on your own. So companies like Safeguard are around to be able to make that easy so that you can access multiple, you can, you can basically work in any way, what we call work in any way. I'd say that's another big trend. The last, the last big trend I'd say, ooh, there's so many to choose from, um, but I would say having analytics a part of your basic workflow, that every HR organization should be a data intensive operation, that we should be thinking that they, that they are thinking 
from data as a first um, uh, as, as a first order of business. Uh, and, um, and, and I think uh, we're going to see more and more tools and technologies come out to support that and many more HR organizations adopting that fully. I think that the many organizations are already on that journey, but um, I, I think that that trend will pick up steam significantly over the next five, five years or so. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your stopping by. Thank you, Mark. It's nice talking to you. My guest today has been Dury Chatayat, the Chief Technology Officer of Safeguard Global. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. out.